Good morning, you listen to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kim Parr. This morning, my guest is Marianne Adams, the president and CEO of Avalon Carpet and Tile. Marianne, how you doing? Doing very well, Kent. Happy New Year. Same to you. I've been looking forward to this interview. You're probably one of the most powerful ladies in the flooring business. You've got 17 stores, 10 of which are along the New Jersey coastline. And we had you in our November issue in our top 100 list at around number 32, it's our estimate, but around 95 million in retail sales. So congratulations on your continued strong performance. Thank you very much, Kemp. Just a quick background. This company was started by John Millar in 1958, 63 Correct. years ago. And you took over. He died kind of unexpectedly in 2008. You know, I'd say it's grown considerably since then. I know you've added a lot more stores. It's now 100% employee-owned, right? That is correct. John Millar had put Avalon Flooring into an ESOP about three, four years before he had passed away. Yeah. So that was his initiative. And approximately two years ago, we did the last transaction with the Millar family. So currently, it is 100% owned by approximately 300 employees that we have. First question is, how's business? Business is strong. The one thing that you realize when I first took over Avalon Flooring as the president and CEO, of course, it was 2008. Mm-hmm. We were in a financial recession. Yeah. Hindsight, I said to myself that it probably happened for a good reason, that it made me put my eyes on every area, every department, every expense line item on our financials. It made me a stronger president and CEO of the company. I always thought to myself, well, if this happened again, I would know exactly what to do. And I think the one thing that I've realized is when you have a crisis or a financial or health, no crisis is the same as the previous crisis. So this certainly is an unprecedented condition where it's health-related. And you talk about stores and going into that last March, did you know, were you going to have to close stores? How long would they stay closed? We were very fortunate. Half of our businesses are our contractors and our builders. So we were considered an essential business and we were allowed to keep the back counters open. Mm -hmm. So that was probably a saving grace for us. But once things opened up, in June, that's when the business really started to pick up, and it really started to pick up on the retail side. What do I think? I think that there's a lot of people working from home. I think that there's a lot of people that are not going on vacation, and they're spending more time at home, whether it's they're eating meals at home, whether they're just spending more time as a family unit. But it seems that that retail side of the business has absolutely picked up because I think people want to make sure that their home is comfortable, it is up to date, and that's where they're spending their time, and they are investing in their homes. Yeah, I'd say it's admirable that you did as well as you did in 20, especially in the fact of your geographical area. You're in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, and and, and there's some governors up there that like to tell you how to run things. So, uh, Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. You know, the one thing, the fact that you do have, we have 300 employees, and, yeah. you know, in order to make customers feel comfortable with actually coming into your store, we had to really, we followed the CDC, we followed state regulations. We actually are to a point that, I don't even care if you're in a back office, wherever you're at in the company, you have to have the face mask on. Mm -hmm. And that's a mandate. We have put cleaning protocols in, probably like everyone else has, but you really have to make that customer feel that you are going to great lengths to keep them safe. And they want to know also that you're trying to keep your employees safe. I probably only had one customer 
that absolutely had a meltdown in our stores that she was not going to wear the face mask. And we said, listen, this is for our customer safety. This is for our employee safety. And she threatened to go out on social media. And I thought, you you can go out there on social media, but you're not going to win that war (laughs) because... You know, there's just a lot of people out there that want to feel that they're safe in, in a retail store, and but it only happened one time. Let me pivot off something I said a minute ago. You've got 10 stores near the beach, so you, you're upscale, right? I mean, you sell better in goods, right? We do. Uh, you know, we sell good, better, best. Mm-hmm. We can compete with the Home Depot and Lowe's, no different than a lot of other floor dealers in, in the area. Yeah. We probably get that middle and best customer, Mm -hmm. but we have people that, like, they're working within a budget. So it's not all good product. I like to think, I say it's good, better, best, and we are competitively priced. Mm -hmm. Are we the cheapest, cheapest person out there? No, we're not. We're not playing that game because we can't hire the professional salespeople and put the investment into the showrooms that we do and, and play that, you know, let's make a deal, low margin game. That's not what we do. Yeah, and people are willing to pay a little bit more for the right kind of help, don't you think? Yeah. Absolutely, they are. What's the consumer buying today? Has it changed much? Tell, tell me what's uh, flying off your shelf. Well, you know, LVT, our story is no different than anyone else. Has that probably taken some market share off of the commercial side? Yes, I feel like it's more in our area on the carpet side versus the tile. So it's LVT, it's very, very strong. But could it be eating into on the retail side, wood and laminate? Yes, it could be. But carpet has picked up nicely. I mean, we're all so worried about carpet, but maybe this is the part where you talk about the retail customer being at home and spending more time at home, and maybe they have taken a back bedroom or a a family room, and they want to make it warm and cozy because they're they're working from home. but. Carpet is doing very well for us. One of the things people forget is it's quiet. So, I mean, if you put down hard surface, you're going to put a rug over it anyway. And, and, hey, by the way, let me mention, you sell area rugs, and you're still doing real well with that, right? We do. The rug business has been very difficult, not for just us, I think for any floor-covering dealer. You you can't rugs anywhere. So many of those customers are online, and those bigger box stores will sell them. But we probably have scaled back that department, but we still have an area rug department in every store. And we we sell a lot of, like, better goods that are, like, you know, cut and bind. So we're still doing well on the area rug side. The carpet that you say that's doing better, it's, it's, it's more expensive carpet with texture and pattern, right? It is, but it's, it's not more expensive. You know, a lot of really great Mohawk lines, a lot of great Shaw lines. Yeah. You know, get into Tough Tex is a great line for us. So, Karistan, we're a Karistan dealer. So, you know, I'm not talking that it's all high-end wool goods, but it's better product that they're buying. Yeah. Well, how long is this surge going to last, you think, Marianne? I believe at least this year. Yeah. But I think... <laughs> I think this pandemic has really opened everyone's eyes that how easily this could happen again. And I think the workplace is going to look different moving forward. I was probably one of the first people, when you start talking about everybody working from home, oh my goodness, we're not going to get the same quality of work done. We are. Mm -hmm. We're getting the same quality of work done. We're getting the same amount of work done. Now, credit, anywhere, and I don't care what position you're in, you know, some people work better from home than other people. And those people need a little bit more guidance and maybe a little more hand-holding on that. But the work is getting done. And as I say, I come in here at least three days a week. There's only a handful of people that are in this office. So I think work is going to look very different moving forward. There is going to be a lot more people working from home. So I think we all just in the flooring industry have to be real smart on moving forward and trying to capture as much of that business as we can. 
because we're not competing against each other. We're competing against other products, right? right. Whether it's you know new home TV system. Yeah. I say TVs aren't an investment; they're obsolete the day you buy them. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So, Absolutely. last question: how, how do you attract your consumers that come to your store? Tell me what you're doing that, to bring people into the store. It's all now online advertising. We do nothing in print, next to nothing on TV. It's all online. Yeah. Let me compliment you real quick. I spent some time on your website knowing we were going to do this interview. And that area that you call your inspiration section, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got page after page after page of beautiful pictures. And I compliment you on that. Well, those pictures come from all of our great manufacturers that we work with. They do a great job on those pictures. And really, when you think about it, you know, this is customers are online. They're going looking for inspiration. They really, when they walk through that front door, they have an idea of what they're looking for. So it's really important that we put those inspirational pictures out there because you, you inspire to have a really beautiful home. And like I said, they come in knowing what they're looking for. All right, Marianne, thanks again for spending time with us. Again, been talking to Marianne Adams, the President and CEO of Avalon Carpet and Tile, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloorDaily.net.